I think you'll start to realize that the people that you gravitate towards are the people who are honest with you. Maybe sometimes harsh if when it comes to honesty, but they lay it out with compassion. Hello, spiritual baddies, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. You're listening to the Embodiment Podcast, where we dig into who you are behind closed doors. And even if you aren't an entrepreneur or on your spiritual journey, but you're looking for something to listen to while you're on the treadmill, or on the road, or just looking for some new knowledge to gain, welcome. I'm your co-host, Ashley Fry, And I'm Manot Series. But I'm still shaking ass like a deli. In a deli. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I hope so. I would pay so much money even though i wouldn't have to just to see that just to see that one thing <laughs> i will do it we'll go to we want a deli <laughs> that thing banging that thing banging I, I, will, I will do it in a deli for you for free okay so guys look out on embodiment.pod on instagram we will have a video of mano shaking it in a deli coming up very soon yeah yeah, you guys gotta stay. T- gotta follow us to be at the forefront of that. Um. So, Mano, I have a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> I sent you a video about friendships. It was a girl reading a poem that she had written. Oops, I turned my thing down. Let me turn it up. It was a poem that she had written, and she was talking about friendships and. She started off talking about friendships when she was younger and then went to talking about them when she was older. Did you watch that video? I did. I did. I actually thought it was it was cute because she was like, it seemed very relaxed. She was on a balcony. She was just chilling, saying her thoughts. I don't know if that was a balcony or a cruise, honestly, either one. But um, how did you feel about what she said in it? I honestly resonated. I should have I should have taken a transcript. I should have written it down, but. No, no, you know what? Same. I should have downloaded that and put it into one click. But, <laughs> um, honestly, though, like when I first watched it, I was trying to wrap my head around what she was saying because I felt like she was talking about the the past and the future. But like when you when you start to getting into it, you see that she's going through like a timeline, and like yeah, at the beginning, it resonated with me the fact that she was like, when you're younger, all you care about is just having friends. To just be around you, right? Like things to do and with, to laugh with, laugh with, yeah, just to have fun with. Versus when you get older, it's more about having people who are going to support you. You know, like having people that are going to yeah, and hold you accountable, hold you accountable, and and not like want what's best for you. Like people who have the most pure energy towards you. And obviously, yeah. we're not like old, so we can't really speak on like how it is to have friends when you're older. But like we are. In the stage where I guess we're like- I do. I think, I think obviously there are so many different seasons in life and everything changes all the time. I do, and this is just based on my own personal experience and like seeing the experiences of like people around me. I'm not going to say like again, but I do truly believe that you go through so many different friendship changes in the first three i'm not even three years well i guess i'm three years into my 20s now yeah i am i'm in my third year i'm 22 
Um, forgot how old I was for a second. <laughs> I always I'll accidentally click 21 when I'm typing something in and I'm like, wait. But I do fully believe that the first three years, maybe five for some people, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten that far along. But I do fully believe that they are one of the most transformational in terms of, and maybe it's based on priorities for people as well, but one of the most transformational for friendships and realizing the type of people that you need around you. Yeah. And I think that also, one thing I've noticed, um, like, as a, as a, a really big theme in people that are around mm-hmm. our age is a lot of them are switching friends. And I think that's mm-hmm. a result of also being in university. Because when you transition from high school to university, in high school, your your friends are still, you are still in the mindset of having friends like that I can have fun with, that like are going to invite me places that mm-hmm. I'm going to go out with, whatever. Like, right? That's not like more so for growing yourself, but more so just to have fun and have someone with you. Whereas in university, you start meeting a lot of different people, older people, because there's some older people in university, some younger, whatever. But you start meeting different types of people who actually... There are some people who aren't in university, though, too. You're going to no, think about no, that exactly, as well. Exactly, exactly. But like I'm, I'm saying in terms of like, say, like in, in our case, we went to university. A lot of my friends from... I, I got distant from a lot of my friends back in high school because mm-hmm. I met new friends in university who align more with like my current goals you know like like my goals of like okay i want to be more involved in like the business world i want to be more involved in like fashion whatever so my friends kind of pivoted towards those areas and yeah yourselves from other places but like it's because you we change our environment i feel like when you yeah change how many yeah sorry finish your sentence i'll ask after no i was just gonna say um what i when you change your environment you change your outcomes like that's just yeah. how it works. 100%. So that's why they say like get outside of your comfort zone, get into a different situation because that is going mm-hmm. to result in in growth, right? In any area of your life yeah. where you, you know, decide to go. I was going to ask um how many friends from your high school, not from outside of your high school, like in high school times, but how many friends from your high school are you still friends with or in touch with? Oh, in touch with. Okay, so that's a good question. I mean, to count, like, I could probably count this on one hand because, like, I still am acquaintances with them, oh. but, I, but I, but I don't talk to them though. Like, that's the thing. Like, if they talk to me, like, we're we're still cordial. We're like, hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider that like friends at all. Like, who do you talk to? Who is your friend oh. regularly? Okay, I mean. Fuck the acquaintances. You're like the people that you follow on Instagram. Leave that out of the picture. Maybe like that I actually that I actually consistently talk to, like maybe five. Mine's one. I have one friend from my high school that I still talk to. But but you know what? That the thing though is because I I feel I feel what you mean, because Rima is the same way. Like she only is a very, very few. But like in when I was in high school. I actually wasn't friends with these people as close as I am now. It's weird. Yeah. High school, I wasn't friends with them. And then after high school, we re- reconnected and we realized that our mm-hmm. like our our goals as like friends aligned and we were like aligned. Okay. Yeah. And we we're like, okay, wait, I'm then I'm gonna be more around this person. Like prior to high school, 
I was not as close to these people as I am now. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, it's actually like. It's yeah. Really cool. I, I also in terms of because that's just like at your specific high school. I'm so grateful for the friends that I made outside of high school or elementary school that I still have in my life. Like Hudson, for example. Him and I didn't go to school together, but we grew up in the same hometown. We had mutual friends. He went to one of my best friends from high schools, or he was best friends with her too, but he would work at her mom's Taekwondo school. Um, or even like Shayna, like Shayna's mom was my teacher and Shayna and I just at some point became friends in like grade six when she was in grade five or something. Like we just started hanging out out of nowhere and that has been a friendship that's also stayed around for a very long time now. And then Emily as well. I've like, I know you've heard these people. I've talked about them, but I think those are also very important friends because you guys aren't forced. And this is the difference between high school friends that maybe you're not friends with anymore. And those friends that you make in that space that are still around is the ones who are still around are the ones that you choose to I want to say commit to, but also watch evolve as you grow and make time for each other. Whereas the ones that you had when you were in high school, you guys obviously were growing alongside each other. But when you're in high school, there's only so many social groups. There's only so many people there. If I don't know if you had people coming in out of your school all the time. My school was really small, so my friend group was limited and I loved my friendships in high school. I still think about them and I hope those people are doing amazing. It's unfortunate that we're not friends now, but everyone has different paths, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think the ones that you find from outside school who are still around are such important people. Yeah. I, I think that those friends are probably the foundation of who you become as a person because when you go to school, like, you know, you're going to make some connection with some people. Like, you know, that's mm -hmm. a given because there's so many people. But when you meet yeah. in the open world, it's so much harder to click with someone because everyone's doing their own thing. So if yeah. people decide to click and they, they meet somewhere random, but they decide they're, they click and they're like, wait, we should be. Yeah, you're not relating over assignments or something exactly. like that. Or whichever teacher you hated the most. That's and that's what I like elementary high school like you're just relating with people you're like i hate this person okay well let's form a bond around that which is like okay maybe you did that <laughs> oh i thought you meant the person okay i totally misheard i get what you were saying now i thought you meant oh my god i hate this person but let let's be friends <laughs> i thought well, that's what oh, you were saying oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. And like you have form a bond around hating the same person with like, and then you're like, oh my god, we hate, we both hate this person. Let's be friends, right? Or so, so like, that's also not amazing, but but, but no, it's not. It, it, but it's stupid things like that. Right? I get what you're saying. No, 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 no. I get that. And it, it's stupidness like that that causes that stuff. But and that's what I'm saying. Like when you meet someone out in the in open, like especially even even for us, we met in class. But like yeah. the way we met afterwards, like I don't even associate us meeting to class necessarily because we kind of just branched off on our own like after the first time we met. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Like we 100%. Like, I feel like if we met in, a, in like a random place, like a club or something, we just would literally have just clicked anyways. 
So like I would have been like, oh, my God, I like your bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, she knows crystals. And then it would have just been <laughs> like that's that's literally. Yeah. I at least I started it like that way. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm a sucker for bracelets. Yeah. Um, I also another thing about the friends that you meet throughout high school that are still around. I think those friendships are so important because they and you obviously get to watch each other grow and evolve and go through different phases. But the bond that you guys started out with, uh, even though it might have evolved to something more mature, something more maybe professional, you guys still have that space where you can just totally like let down those walls and have fun and have like the deepest belly laughs and you know talk about those old memories and stuff and kind of forget about the world for a minute and i love those friendships so much what's well, therapeutic like when you think about yeah. it when you're laughing with someone i mean laughing this is co- coming fully out of my ass um just just a note but like I'm pretty sure I saw a study done that was like the people who laugh longer live longer because like they're happy, right? Yeah. So if you think of it in that context, like you want to be around people who are going to make you laugh and smile and like make you happy. And obviously there's going to be points where you are going to be more stressed out in specific relationships and whatever. But like as long as the overall picture remains positive, it is still going to benefit the longevity of your relationship with that person yeah and i also think as you get older you realize that there has to be a counterbalance between everything like whether it be the laughing or the enabling a little bit when like you see your friend needs it kind of thing but then also calling them out and taking accountability because i can reflect on and i'm sure other people can too but on friendships that were maybe so much fun, but maybe the person didn't value you or value themselves enough to maybe be respectful in certain situations. Like, I don't know. I had one really good friend in my last two years of high school and we had so much fun together. Like, even when I talk about it with people now, like we talk about like, yeah, it sucked the way things turned out, but we like, she was always a fun time. But at a certain point, I realized, unfortunately, even though she was such a fun person, there were so many negative impacts that came along with spending time with her or just some people run their mouths. Some people are two-faced, unfortunately. That's just the way it is sometimes. And we all learn at different paces. But as soon as you realize those things and you realize that you don't want that around you then that's when you start to make those decisions like okay is it worth having someone like this in my inner circle and that's the thing and that and that's actually a conversation i had with one of my other friends because we were talking about her friend group um and she was like talking to me about them and i was like there you everyone has different friends for different things <gasps> i remember this yeah and so, I remember the story. There's a group. There's a group chat. There's a group chat. There's a group. There's a group chat. <laughs> I remember. And and so, essentially, what we were saying is like, you have you. Every person has like fun friends. You have growth friends, and then you just have 
your overall, like your best friends, right? Like those people who you can do anything. Yeah. With. And so. Yeah. Well, your best friends are like, like the growth and the fun friends combined. all in one, right? Yeah. The yin and the yang, yeah. right? Combined. And so like. Yeah. When you think about just in terms of making friends and if you think about your own circle like who are your fun friends like who would you go and say okay i'm going to this i would go to this i would go to a club with this person but i wouldn't go and like to a networking event with them or something like that or like maybe like um i wouldn't go to the gym with them right like that's an example where it's like okay they, they're a fun friend but they're not a more so like a growth friend. i'm just giving general examples here but like yeah I and now I, I view everything in that sense because like I, in that lens because I look at everyone and I'm like hey are they what type of friend are they in my life because then I know like I'm like hey, even if they're a fun friend I love to have them around but now I know where it's best for me to have them around and I also I think as you get older too in terms of that and asking those questions you kind of realize how much energy you can give to maybe a friend who doesn't um bring growth into your life or does like only brings maybe fun or only brings growth right because when you're growth 24/7 and there's not a little bit of fun in there it's hardcore and it's good to have those people around you but sometimes you need to retract and maybe take some time for yourself or take some time with your family or whoever to balance that out but i think it's really important to cuz as you grow, you grow out of people. My favorite saying is um, friend for a reason and a season, but not forever. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that. Like, if I start podcasting on my own, I like doing the I'm just a girl. I will talk about that. Um, I didn't mean to slip that in there, but no, no. I mean, you still need to start that. <clears throat> you still need to start that. Yeah, I know. That's been like I do. I do. I need I need I need to I need to show up for the girlies. Um, but as you grow, (laughs) as you grow and you evolve, there are going to be some people who don't end up coming along with you. And then there's going to be the ones that you see every once in a while, or I don't know, I live in a different province than some of my friends. And I have, I'd say one friend who, when we're out of province, we stay in touch, if not every day, every few days and try and stay in touch with each other, check in. And obviously it goes like this sometimes. It's a roller coaster sometimes, dependent on our schedule, dependent on what's going on in life right now, dependent on the mental capacity that we have. But I have one solid friend back home. And then my other friends, we all just kind of live our lives, right? Like I've got my friends in BC living their lives. I'm over here living my life. But then when we can check in with each other and can make the time for each other or if I'm back home or if we plan a trip together then we suddenly are able to reconnect and rekindle that friendship and so it's really 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 important to kind of know so you're not giving too much to a relationship or a friendship if like say somebody does have other stuff to focus on in their life like it's you kind of just have to let them do what they got to do right and that's a the whole point of this conversation, I think, is understanding that as you get older, there are the way that your relationships are going to evolve 
maybe possibly it it really depends on the type of person that you are but i think in order to be a stable adult doing adult things accomplishing the goals that you have for yourself um and just living your life with as little stress as possible obviously we can't avoid it it's life shit happens but i think you'll start to realize that the people that you gravitate towards are the people who are honest with you maybe sometimes harsh if when it comes to honesty but they lay it out with compassion they communicate with you even when it doesn't feel the greatest to communicate um they show their support and their love to you and i also think i don't know i'm everyone's different but i'm a huge loyalty person like i am a huge sucker for loyalty like if if I'm not there and somebody starts chatting my name and you're in the same room as them, like praying that you would say something or turn around and at least walk away and not be, you know what I mean? So as you get older, you kind of learn those things that you gravitate towards. But I think it's really important as well to acknowledge when And I went through a phase last year where I had a few people around me that enabled things that, and it was also my fault, totally 100, 110% my responsibility for the actions that I took. And it wasn't anything terrible, but maybe like going out more, right? And I was hanging out with more people who enabled that. And for me and the things that I need in my life and that align with my goals, that is not something I can be around all the time. And so I, after a long time, realized that and I was like, okay, I need to make changes. I can't. And I had a conversation with um, one of the people, like an honest conversation. And I said, hey, like, I'm sorry, I can't be around this all the time. It's not good for me. I care about you. And I like, I want you to do well, but I just can't be in this space 24 seven. And so I think it's really, really important to be able to acknowledge the difference in relationships that maybe enable certain actions and relationships that call you out, support you, are harsh and compassionate again, but that push you forward. Sorry, that was a long, that was a long talking tangent. I, I realized I like halfway it. through, I was like, I'm talking for a long time. <laughs> I like it though. I mean, they... they it exemplifies what we're what we're trying to say here because obviously we're still young so like people may look at us and be like okay well they still don't know what the true meaning of having a friend is because they're still in the early stages of that cycle but i feel like because of the experiences we've had (laughs) especially within the past few years well i think it's an important conversation to have no matter how much experience you have because every time you have a conversation like this new things come out right like yeah. you just said maybe oh how did you word that you said um we know what it's like to have a friend i think it's also like everyone knows what it's like to be a friend or to be the friend that you want to be right or to be the person that you want other people to show up as yeah 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 and that's the thing it was we all have but the thing is we all have different perceptions of what that is so like mm-hmm. For example, some people may think that, you know, to be a good friend to a specific person that they need to um, show up for them by going out more or like by, you know, going to brunch more or like getting in more group assignments with them. Like I've I've 
heard people talk about friendships before in the way where it's more like transactional versus beneficial to everyone, right? Because like when you have something that's transactional, it's not as authentic, right? If I'm if I'm doing something for you, so I fulfill a transaction to make you happy, so then you can do the same. Like it's like that's like not a sustainable friendship. Whereas when it's a beneficial friendship where you guys don't or you're not counting tallies of like how much the transaction is for each person, like in terms of like how much whatever, but you're both doing it simultaneously and you're doing it to a a yeah. level where it's acceptable for both of you guys, where you show up. That's where I think like the real, you know, authenticity of the friendships come in. Yeah. I actually, I, so the best friend that I've met Hudson through in high school, her mom, I was always like super close with their family. Um, I I love that was the one thing about the high school friendships is having those families around you, right? Like all of my high school friendships, I just loved being able to like experience different family dynamics and become friends with different friends, parents and stuff. But one thing that her mom said to me that always stuck with me was I think she was paying for me for something when we were out one time and I was like, tell me how much and I'll get either I'll send you the money or I'll ask my mom to send it to you. And she said to me, babe, when you're friends, you don't have to send money back and forth. Just know that if I got you this time, you got me next time. Kind of thing. Like that's basically maybe words were different, but it was along those lines. And I was like, I like that a lot. Like it's same thing with you and I, when you and I go out, if you get coffee this time, I'm going to pay for it next time. Right. Like when we went out to the coffee shops the other day, yeah. you paid for something and then I paid for the next thing. And then you and I paid for our own individual things after that. And so it just, it's about finding that balance and like having that understanding, even say I'm stressed about money or something. I'm going to tell you that, right. If we go out. So then maybe I don't order something or maybe you're feeling generous and you're like, you know what? No, you're my friend. I got you. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like not, not even that specific, but like, that's a good example because it's shows- Yeah, sorry. You said transactional. And so yeah, that yeah, was yeah. what popped into my head. But no, I mean, even in, in that sense, right? Like, because if, you, if you're friends with someone and like, like exactly as you said, right? If I got it this time, whatever, then we'll like another time. Okay, maybe you got it. And then maybe I got it. But like, it doesn't, you're not counting. It's just like, okay, I'm, uh, it's like a good karmic deed. Like, it's like, you're just doing yes. it in the of your heart. It's not like you're doing it like being like, I know that because I'm doing this this time, they owe me next. Like, no, it's just because you're doing it just because you know, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's also like, if I see you do something nice for me, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I want to get him back. Right. Like, I appreciate that you went out of your way to do that. Okay. I'm going to return the favor. And it's not like I need to match it, but it's okay. I see that you care. I care as well. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. So like, I think that's a big differentiator in terms of like a, being more beneficial minded in a friendship versus like transactional minded. Because I know there are people and you probably know them too who literally will do something because they know they want something specifically in return. Well, so, I actually, I actually, I'm going to send you this in the chat so you understand. Um, but so I met someone met someone who is friends with someone that I went to high school with and um 
when I spoke to the friend from high school, because I had noticed that they stopped hanging out as much, um, I asked him and I was like, like, how are things between you guys? And he literally said like verbatim what you just said. He was like, well, like I miss him, but it's always so transactional with him. Like he just doesn't yeah. feel like a real friend. And that was the first time I was like, okay, conscious of the fact that, or maybe even just putting that label on it to put yeah. it into perspective. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's it. Right. And legit. It's the worst feeling though, to know. Cause like, do you, are you really like, it's like the same as sales, right? If someone's trying to sell you on something all the time, you're not, you're, you put your guard up, right? You're not, you're not going yeah. to be unguarded. And so like when it comes to transactional relationships, you're never putting your guard down with that person. And because you're not putting your guard down with that person, your energy is being like siphoned because you're trying so hard to block yeah. out their their negativity or not even negativity, but their, their their attempts to bombard you with things that it's like, you know what, I'm just going to try my best to like remain myself, whatever, versus when it's beneficial, you guys are bouncing off each other's energy. And it's more yeah. synchronous, right? Like that, instead of being like, yeah. okay, like being trying to be sold to. Because when anyone's sold to, they're going to put their guards up and they're not going to let you, which is why you need to, you know, calm down. Like a lot of people, yeah. But but no, it's 100%. Like a lot of people just view it as a transaction. Yeah. And I think also, I was just thinking about this as you were talking, I think you can compare friendships to healthy relationships in the sense that sometimes things are 80 20 sometimes things are 50 50 sometimes you know what i mean and um it's just about your perspective and understanding that maybe some like you don't know what everyone's dealing with even your best friends yeah. right sometimes we don't know what's sometimes i don't know what's going on with you sometimes you don't know what's going on with me unless we sit down and we're like how are you doing? Like, rant to me. Like, tell me everything. I don't, like, I can't read your mind, right? No, no, obviously. And so, I think one of the most important things as you become an adult is respecting that and respecting that sometimes, like, if somebody isn't maybe showing up the way that they usually do, either message them, check in, be like, hey, how are you doing? Or take a step back for a bit. And maybe give yourself a little bit of space as well to focus on your stuff because, like, we are only one person. You are one person. I am one person, right? We can only do so much with every single people, every single people, every single people, every single person in our lives. Like, even my parents, like, I go a week sometimes without talking to my mom. Sometimes I talk to her every day. Like, it's very, it counterbalances. And that's so real though, because the thing is though, about me specifically, is the reason a lot of a lot of my old friends are not as close to me anymore, um, or like where they're acquaintances now, is because I will literally go like six months without talking or without saying anything. And like I'll expect it to be fine because for me, what like I think the most genuine relationships are the ones where you know each other so well that you could literally go a month without talking and when you come back it's like you pick up right where you left off it's not like it's not like oh mm -hmm. i'm not friends with you anymore it's literally like oh i know you've been busy for this much or or something happened or whatever there was at uh, this time was very hectic so we weren't able to talk as much but we yeah. still just 
picked off. Like when I see that relationship unfold, like that's how I know, like, hey, that is a truthful relationship because if you are able to not talk to someone or not communicate or whatever, not hang out with someone for a period of time, but still be have the same strength in your connection with them after a time, but like that just shows how strong your connection is because it's unbreakable even. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, again, I think that that goes back to what you just said. I think that relates back to what I said in the sense of, uh, understanding that like you are only one person i am only one person like if you're working on a big project and that takes even like seven hours out of your day for just that project and then you have school or you have work on top of that you have like you gotta make food you gotta eat you gotta travel time for whatever wherever you're going whatever you're doing going to the gym if that's like you know what i mean we all have little hobbies that we do and so understanding that Sometimes when we are taking on a bigger load, you just kind of have to let your besties be, do their thing, and then reconcile after and tell me everything. Like, I want to know how it is. I want to know if this person's still talking to this person. I want to know, like, how the team is. I want to know, are you on your gym routine? Do you still go to the gym at nighttime? Are you going in the morning? Right? So it's, I think it's so important as an adult to have those friendships, both the ones that are super close to you, that are ready to call you out ready to give you love and compassion and like let you know like hey you're slipping a little bit you need to like pull your pants up right but then also the friends where you guys can give each other space and then come back and be able to just be in the same 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 wavelength that you were at before and i i don't know catch-up sessions are always so refreshing right and also, like, your story, or not your stories, your Snapchat uh, videos, daily videos, help keep on top of what you're doing. Because in the morning, or whenever, if I can't, say, like, talk to you for most of the day and some days, I just open those snaps and I, like, get updated on whatever yeah. you did that day. Did like, she do her cold tub today? <laughs> day 28, right? Isn't it day tw- or just day, yeah. day 29? Day 28, okay. Day 28 today. Like, see, I only... No, day 29. Day 29. Day 29. Day 29, day 29. okay. Day 29, but see, the only reason I know that is because I see the snaps and they're like day 28 and day, and I like, I like see the progress of you doing it every day, um, which helps yeah. me, you know, know what you're doing. I should probably do these, those two, because honestly, like I forget. Yeah. Things. Where, where are my spam videos? Sometimes you don't snap me for like 15 hours and I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I literally, sometimes I will, I will not go, like, like I'll be so busy that I will not even pick up my phone. Put your phone up when you're working. Just put it up when you're at the desk. Put it there, record you working, make a face every once in a while, (laughs) send it to me. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can write to us at embodimentpod at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a DM, it's at embodiment.pod. Or if you'd like to follow us or message us personally on Instagram, it's at Emmanuel Series and at Ashley.fry. I'm Ashley. And I'm Mano. And you've been listening to Embodiment, who you are behind closed doors. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful day, babies. And I am so grateful for you.